The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. This is Darby Kern, the creator of the Jake Mauler Adventures, a show that combines the adventure of Indiana Jones and the intrigue of the X-Files, all from a Christian worldview. Our first story, Unidentified, starts Jake on a journey of self-discovery when he finds a girl standing in the middle of a frozen lake over a thousand miles from her home, where she'd been seen less than an hour before. In the next few days, he's going to be dealing with government agents, UFO nuts, mysterious international cabals, and even a few men in black. Thanks for listening. Tannhauser Gate Entertainment presents The Jake Muller Adventures, Unidentified. cold the Michigan winters get, no matter how much it stinks in the ambulance bay, no matter how much they taught us in nurses school, we still come out here to smoke on our breaks. Can I bum one? What are you talking about? You have 48 hours off when your shift is done. I'm not going to see my kid until this time tomorrow. <laughs> your kid is 23. He'll be okay. I saw on TV I suppose it get even colder. Welcome to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Abandon hope for warmth, all you who enter here. I'll see you in a couple Look of out! What is this? Someone couldn't wait for an ambulance. We need some help here. What are you doing? Come on, give me a hand. I, I found this girl out on Lake Elizabeth. She's not even wearing a jacket. Yeah, that's not I even the weird part. Pion. I ain't Pion. That's all she said. She won't say who Pion is. I ain't Pion. Who are you? That, that's my nephew, Peter. He and I were hunting well, out save of- Save it. Let's get her inside. Couldn't either of you spare a coat or blanket for her? I gave her my coat. She didn't want Holy it. Holy cow, she's burning up. I ain't tired. All right, you ain't tired. Here, take a seat. Is trauma three open? What do you got? My nephew and I found her out on Lake Elizabeth. Dressed like this, jeans and a football jersey? Yeah, and she- We're gonna take her to trauma three, Doug. Be right there. I ain't tired. That's the only thing she said so far. I can't even get her name out of her. Wait, uh, what'd you say, sweetheart? I ain't tired. Do you know who this pie-eyed guy is? Sounds like she's Cajun. It's not a person. She's saying she ain't pie-eyed. Pie-eyed? Drunk. She's saying she's not drunk. Well, it might not be tequila, but something is heating her up. Take her back. I'll be right there. Is she gonna be all right, Doc? We'll have to see. You say you found her in a frozen lake like that? She was just wandering around? Well, no, not exactly. I had a shot at a buck, and we were tracking it along the edge of the lake. Which way did it go? Uh, the tracks go off that way. I don't see any blood. Maybe I didn't hit it. There it goes. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Uncle Jake, what is that? I, I don't, don't move. I can't see anything. Okay. Uh, give me your hand. Point your gun at the ground. I, I got you. Where's it coming from? Hey, are you okay? I think so. <laughs> You're covered in leaves. <laughs> you too, Pete. You look like the swamp thing. What's that? It came from over there, that, on the lake. Is that a girl? Come on. 
How'd she get there? She ain't wearing a jacket. Hey, hey, are you okay? So that's your story? She was standing out in the middle of a frozen lake, four degrees outside, in jeans and a football jersey? It's all true. Seems crazy to me too, officer, but it's even weirder than that. Weirder? Okay, sure. When we got to her, there were no footprints in the snow. Besides hers? No, I'm saying there were no footprints at all, not even hers. And the snow was six or seven inches deep. It was like she fell out of the sky. Fell out of the sky. Okay, can I see some ID? Yeah, here's my license, here's my business card too, it has all my contact info. Jake Muller, Noble Security? Illinois? I live in Chicago. What are you doing in Michigan? My nephew and I go hunting each year. You're the nephew? Uh-huh. Do you have your permits with you? Right here. Mine's in my jacket in the car. Want me to go get it? Don't worry about it right now. Just stick around, okay? I'm not going anywhere. I know that look on your face, Jake. You're making plans. No, this is the face I make when I'm making plans. So what's that face you're making right now all about? I have no idea what's going on here. That girl was standing on the middle of the lake, snow almost up to her knees, and she was still putting off enough heat to keep her from freezing. And no footprints. And no footprints. I am befuddled. Does that mean confused? Hey guys, I don't know if you remember me. Everything was so crazy when you brought that girl in. Yeah, is she okay? She should be fine. We've given her a sedative. Good. What do you think happened to her out there? I have no idea. I really don't know. It seems kind of freaky. You can say that again. Mr. Muller? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't want to wake you, but I thought you'd want to know. Our patient is resting comfortably. I think she's gonna be fine. Oh, uh, how long was I asleep? I don't know. It's 6 a.m. Is your nephew? Uh, yeah, his mom came to get him around midnight. Uh, so she's gonna be okay? She's probably okay now. I can't find anything wrong with her. Even the fever is gone. Fever? You call that a fever? She felt like she'd been in a broiler. I don't know what else to call it, but it's gone. Her. Heart rate is normal, blood pressure is good. Um, was she uh, assaulted in any way? No signs of it. We'll find out more when she wakes up. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah. You are the Jake Muller that owns Noble Security, right? You wrote that book about rescuing Ambassador Blevins? Uh-huh. Wow. Thanks for your service. Uh, I, I wasn't in the Army by that time. I was working as a private citizen. Well. I know what you went through. Blevins was my second cousin. No kidding. Small world. And I knew Sharon Lane, too. Yeah. Uh, look, right now, I just want to do something to help this girl here. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I get it. So can I see her? Let's let her rest for now. Like I said, it's still early. Hey, isn't that a room? What? Yeah. yeah. That guy with the camera's going into a room. Hey! Hang on a second. Hey, what are you doing? Who told you? Tyson. Tyson Stefan. Oh, hey, Dr. Holman. You know this guy? His mom is one of our nurses. Oh, I, I think I talked to her last night. Yeah, I see the resemblance. And she talked to me as soon as she came home. Told me all about this girl. Would you stop taking pictures? Let's take this outside. I want her to rest. 
All right, so I want to know who you are and what you're doing here. I'm head of FACT in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. FACT? Friends of aliens and counter-terrestrials. Counter-terrestrials? Is that a thing? He's kind of our local alien enthusiast. Alien enthusiast. I investigate UFO sightings and other paranormal stuff. Are you the guy that found her? Yeah. Oh, cut it out. I'd really like to talk to her. She's still asleep. She's not talking to anyone. Oh, I better skedaddle. The G-men are here. Wait, hang on a second. Good morning. I'm Special Agent David Beck, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Are you the doctor taking care of this girl? That's her, all right. I was the doctor on duty when she was brought in. I'm Doug Holman. Don't ask me who she is, though. I'm guessing you already know since you have her picture. Who are you? Jake Muller. I found her. So who is she? Jake Muller. Tell you what. You two stay here while I go in and look at her, and in three minutes I'll tell you everything you want to know. What are you going to do? Send her picture to someone. Confirm her identity. Three minutes. We'll be waiting. Mind turning that TV off? Could you tell us what's going on? I mean, what do I need to know here? Okay, listen good, because I'm not going through this twice. Her name is Julianne Cormier. She left a football party yesterday afternoon and never arrived home. Her mother identified her from the picture I just sent. So why is the FBI involved? This isn't exactly a federal issue, is it? I mean, she didn't wander onto that lake from Wisconsin. No, no she didn't, but this is federal. Why? Because she disappeared yesterday from Acadia Parish, Louisiana. Louisiana? That's a thousand miles from here. A little more. What time did she leave the party? Right after the Saints game, around 4 o'clock. Uh, that's not possible. My nephew and I found her at around 4.15, 4.20. There's no time zone change. She could have traveled a thousand miles. Over a thousand. Okay, over a thousand miles in 20 minutes. Even if she'd gone right to the airport, there's no way she could have done that. I am in complete agreement with you. There's no way. Well, good. I'm glad we agree. Absolutely no way. Except she did it. What? The apartment where she was watching the Saints game has a surveillance system. She's on video leaving the building at 4.03. I assume you're going to stick to 4.30 as the time you found her? If anything, it was before 4.30. The sun wasn't even close to setting. UFO. So you can appreciate why I'm having problems with this whole 4.30 scenario. Look, the hospital has video cameras too. You can check. It was maybe a little after 5 when we got here from Lake Elizabeth. How far is that? Half an hour? UFO. What? UFO. Don't get me wrong, I don't believe in this stuff. At least I think I don't, but... There was a guy around here earlier, one of those cellar dwellers. He's a UFO guy. Do me a favor, keep him away from me. Those window lickers have interfered with a couple of my investigations in the past. You're not a UFO believer? Please. You? I guess I don't really know enough to say. From what I know about you, you don't seem like the type. Good morning, Julianne. Do you remember me? You a doctor? That's right. I'm Dr. Holman. This is Jake. Hello. And this is Mr. Beck. Hello, Julianne. I'm glad you like your breakfast. Your appetite seems to be back. Feels like I ain't eaten a week. I could go for another stack of pancakes here. And some sausage? I might be able to arrange that. Let's just take a look at you first. Let me look in your eyes. Good. Follow my finger with your eyes. Good. Let's look at your throat. Say ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Good. Could you tell me your name? Julianne Cormier. And your home address? 5472 Glory Lane. What city? Ermental. Do you know where you are? Hospital. 
Do you know how you got here? I don't remember. No, wait, he was there, that guy. That's right, I brought you here. Do you remember where I found you? No. Do you know what hospital you're in? The one in Crawley, yeah? Julianne, you're in Escanaba, Michigan. Nah, that ain't possible. I ain't never heard of no whatever that city is. Julianne, you're a thousand miles from home. Do you have any idea how you got here? What? No. How long was I asleep? I brought you here yesterday. And I'm not in Acadia Parish? Nope. I think I'm gonna be sick. So, Mr. Muller, what do you think of that? I think it doesn't add up. Even our military doesn't have a plane that flies 3,000 miles an hour. Does it? This is why I don't like those UFO jerks sticking their faces in these investigations. <laughs> so you're not gonna join Fax? Hang out with that Tyson kid? I can't take those guys seriously. I hear what you're saying, but this... That's him over there. I don't know what to think. Excuse me. Excuse me. The local news station would like to talk to you. Channel 18 News. Oh, give me a break. Let me guess. This is the local UFO nut you warned me about? Hey. Yeah. Listen, Tyson, I don't have anything to say to you or Channel 18. Was that girl abducted? How would I know? Did she end up on that lake from a UFO? Get lost, kid. Nobody's gonna answer your questions. Who are you? I'm Special Agent David Beck with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Why did the FBI get called in? I heard the cherry pie was pretty good around here. That's all we get? Come on. You know I'm not gonna tell you anything about an active investigation. Why do you waste your time? We want the truth. Yeah? Well, truth is that. That the government is hiding proof of the existence of extraterrestrials. Sounds like you've got it all figured out. Now, let me give you another piece of truth. If you set foot in her room or even this wing of the hospital, I will have you all arrested and your equipment impounded. The Constitution protects us. The law is protecting that girl. So if you value your mother's job, stay away. Come on, Jake. Let's get a cup of coffee. I'm buying. Morning. Oh, wow, Pete. <laughs> I didn't expect to see you up before noon. Are my folks gone already? Uh, your dad's at work, your mom is running some errands. Are you driving back to Chicago today? Actually, I'm heading back to Escanaba. I've been hanging out at the hospital for a while, at least until that girl... Julianne? <laughs> yeah, at least until her mother arrives. So why are you so protective of her? You don't even know her. Well, I'm, I'm worried about her, Pete. I still can't explain any of this, how she got on the lake and all that. I don't like not knowing things. Mom thinks you're doing this because of what happened to that Sharon Lane lady. You guys talk about me when I'm not here? Yeah. Of course. No, it doesn't have anything to do with her. Mom says you feel guilty about not being able to protect her. Did your mom say anything else? Plenty. What do you want to know? <laughs> I'm good. All right, I'm going to head back to the hospital. It must be nice to own your own business, so you could just get away whenever you want. Yeah, suddenly I'm anxious to get back to Chicago. Agent Beck, how's Julianne doing? The doctor says she's fine, physically. She still can't tell me anything. I'm going to get a candy bar. You mind walking with me? No, as long as she's all right. Why are you sticking around? Why do you care? Well, uh, I have my reasons. I did some digging in the Bureau's archives last night. I kinda knew who you were, but I didn't know the whole story. You probably still don't. 
enlisted in the Army at 18, despite the fact that your family is stinking with money. As an E5, you went to Ranger School, fought a few battles in the Middle East before finishing your hitch. A few? My clearance only goes so high. Then you started working for Noble Security, and eventually ended up buying the company. All of this before your 30th birthday. Anything else? I know your security team rescued Ambassador Blevins and his staff from the Bindis during their little revolution. Didn't read the book. I'm waiting for the movie. Uh, I, I didn't rescue all of them. I wasn't able to save his chief, Sharon Lane. I thought I'd save you the trouble of bringing that part up. And to answer your next question, no, that's not what this is all about. So, why are you here? Maybe chivalry isn't dead, or, or maybe I have other sins to atone for. I doubt it. You're clean as the snow at the North Pole. You want something from the vending machine? I'm good. Well, I had this whole speech prepared about how Sharon Lane dying wasn't your fault. But I guess I don't need to say it. Nope. And whatever happens to Julianne Cormier isn't your problem either. And frankly, she's too young for you. Wow, thanks for mentioning that. What's going on? I have a text from the regional office in Green Bay. They want me to come in. That's only a couple hours away. Muller, take my card. My office is in Chicago, too. Give me a call. We'll grab lunch sometime. <laughs> sure, because this has just been so much fun. You never know. We may be able to help each other out. Professionally. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to barge in. Huh? Uh, no problem. Just giving her a tranquilizer. <laughs> but she's already asleep. Were you gonna run a jackhammer in here or something? <laughs> jackhammer. That's good. Uh, I don't mean to be that guy, but uh, scrubs tend to fit a lot better if you take your street clothes off first. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're forgetting something. Oh, yeah? What's that? This! Oh, oh lucky punch. Hey! Hey, come back here! Oh. Go. Going down, I guess. You again? Stay out of this, mister. You're gonna get hurt. You don't scare me. Next time, I'm gonna get rough. in Julian's room. He was dressed like a doctor and he was I injecting something into her IV. She's gone. She was just here. Where'd she go? I didn't give orders to move her. They took her. Who? Who took her? All right, let's get moving. No, how about we stay up? I don't have time for this. Well, you better make time, because I ain't gonna... I told you what would happen. Keep your nose out of our business. Jake! What happened? Oh, there are two guys. I gotta go. You're bleeding. Come on, man! Oh, there you are. I got you. 
sorry. <laughs> You've reached the phone of Special Agent David back at the Federal Bureau. Pete, listen to me. I'm following an ambulance. Why are you? D just listen to me. It looks like it's going northwest out of Escanaba. Just stay by your phone because I might be calling again. Is this another one of your crazy adventures? No, whatever this is, it's completely different. Just stay by your phone. Oh, okay, call me if you need me. I will. L.B. Campbell Air Force Base. I thought this place was deserted. Uncle Jake, where are you? I'm, I'm okay. Listen, I, I followed this ambulance to L.B. Campbell Air Force Base. It looks like they're driving it onto a transport plane. What's going on? They took Julianne. Huh? They're, they're flying her out of here. I gotta try to get on that plane. What? You hate flying. I can cut through the fence and get on the plane. Listen to me. Uncle Jake. No, I need you to call Agent Beck. Tell him exactly what I told you. I'll give him a call when I can. Uh, uh, can you and your dad get my truck before the weather turns bad? Sure, but... I gotta go, Pete. Listen, pray for me. Ah, Jake. What are you doing? Bravo Oscar, 826, you're clear for takeoff. Roger, Tower. Safe travels, Bravo Oscar. 